episode number 239 ditch the mustang get a camaro Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's going on, dude? Oh, man, it's been a crazy, crazy day, crazy, crazy week, and it's just gearing up for the crazy, crazy, craziness of the SEMA show in Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks. It's our last show of October. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Can't believe that. It was crazy already. I can't believe how time flies. It just seems like yesterday I was born. (laughs) 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 Ah, boy. No, seriously. um, Yeah, it's it's, time's ticking. How's, How's the weather up there these days? Um, feeling more fallish. Uh, this week was more like fifties. We did touch sixty a couple times, um, but it's like in the forties in the morning. It's crisp, uh-huh. you know. But it's feeling. It's definitely feeling fallish. Starting to feel like it should mm-hmm. at the end of October. I think so. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's getting there. We're gonna talk about. Uh, uh, oh, I just got an email just now. Jason, buckle up. The 2020 Camaro LT1 is here from Chevrolet. Mm, cool. Can you handle the V8 power of the 2020 Camaro LT1 mm. is, is the subtitle. Did you get the same one? Um, let's see. Let me open my That's, email it, right now. It just, it just showed up in my inbox just now. It's like they knew where we, we were recording. That's right. Sponsored by Chevrolet Camaro. Available in early 2020 or whatever the hell. It just blasted it out. It's, it's, it should say, Chris, buckle up. The 2020 Camaro LT1 is here. Uh, no. It'd be really weird if they said, Jason, buckle up to your email. That'd be just weird. Yeah. No, no let me check my spam. There's, I do have something in my spam. Nope. Yeah. Anyway, the 2020 Camaro L21 is here. It's here. It's been here. I hope people are buying a shitload of them. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, we got some other things we got to talk about here. We're going to talk about uh, uh, SEMA later on in the episode if we got the time. But what we're going to talk about yes. here, before we get into the guts of it, we got to give a very special personal shout out to a very, very good friend of ours and a very, very good friend of the entire Camaro community. And uh, gosh, we met him at what, BBOMG 2 or mm-hmm. 3? Yep. Um, in Oshawa. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about none other than Mr. Mike Judge. Mr. Mike Judge. Just entered his retirement, a well-deserved retirement. Wow. That's crazy. It's a celebration because he, um, he, was, he was an integral part of making sure that the Camaros were delivered with the quality that, that Al and everybody set out to make. And he, he, he was kind of like the bookend. It started with Al and team and the engineers and it ended with him and his team before it went out to delivery, if I understand things correctly. And Mike was very, very good at fine details. I mean, it didn't go out if he saw a problem with it. And he could spot them from a mile away. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you this car had this, and we fixed this. Um, Mm -hmm. Mike posted that after 37 years of service with GM Canada, he said goodbye um, from his home away from home. Yep. His retirement begin, began at 2 p.m. yesterday as he saw the very last Impala off the trim line. Uh, 
He said it was a hectic 10 months with the plant closure announcement, but he's ready to close that chapter. He will always have fond memories of his past and present workers, as well as the hundreds of fifth gen owners he met over the last 10 years. My God, man. This is thanks to all of his supplier reps and contacts who he dealt with throughout the world. Best wishes and good health to all who have had the pleasure to work with signing off from the GM Oshawa Quality Reliability Group and cheers. <laughs> now he can spend every day drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the be- I think the best part about Mike is that he very few people can personify the true meaning of Camaro like he did. He was a friend everybody who wanted to be a friend of his product. And and he he made no exception with us, man. He I haven't seen him in years. Yeah. But I still think about him often. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah, okay, yeah, he worked on the car, but he was he was a friend of ours. He's he's just a good guy yeah. and he deserves this. Well deserved. Thank you for everything, Mr. Mike Judge. Yep. Way to go, Mike. I'm going to get back up to Oshawa and get him, go buy yeah. him a beer. Go buy, buy a bunch of beers. Some, what was that beer that we used to, I used to drink when I was up there? Um, oh, that was... Um... <sighs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh. I can't think of it. It's been years since I've had it, too. Um, I had some, when I was working downtown Detroit, I had some friends that would bring it over to me. Um, I, can see, I can see the can. Yeah. But, it doesn't matter. It was good, it was good stuff. Good, good, good uh, I think it was a good session beer, but... I'll remember it in the middle, about three in the morning. I'll I wake know, up and I'll go, thinking, yeah. Like, oh, I'll be like, oh, yeah, Alexander Keith's beer. Yeah, oh, that's it, what it is. <laughs> that's what it was. It was like stuck in my head. <laughs> Thanks. Now I don't wake up at three o'clock in the morning going, Alexander Keith's. <laughs> um, all right. We got to get into the guts of this show, though. Um, so, yeah, ditch the Mustang, get a, sorry, ditch the Mustang. That's a new one. Ditch the Mustang, get a Camaro. Chevrolet is getting a little, I would say, just a tad roofless. <laughs> a little little crafty, maybe, about doing what I think they call as a conquest sale, converting yeah. uh, an existing owner of a competitor's product into one of their products. Yeah, every manufacturer does it. And apparently Chevrolet is trying to do it with uh, Mustang owners. So what do you know? Hey, you want to buy a Camaro and you own a Mustang? Well, at least you have to have owned a Mustang for the last 30 days, I think is what the, what the fine print says. They're going to give you not $2,500, $3,000 now. That would be a nice down payment on an LT1 Camaro. What do you think? Oh, my gosh. Interesting. Interesting. I, I think that if you take advantage of this offer, it's, it's, it's like a one-two punch. You're going to get out of a car that's, in our opinion... And then you're going to get into a car that's, that's like that's wow. lightweight. Or, well, it's not a flat peg like it used to be. No. Um, lightweight, lighter weight, and just performance oriented for for the for the budget. I don't want to say budget minded, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And get three thousand dollars off. Seems like a win win win. Yeah. And if you don't have a Mustang, Chevrolet's still going to give you a thousand dollars for customer cash back this month for October, which ends. Thursday? When's Halloween? Yeah. Thursday? I think so. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. You're right. You're right, Thursday. So, no Mustang owners. You know what you could do. I'm just thinking, you know, oh, boy. crazy. Yeah. Go to a junkyard and buy like a $100 shell of a Mustang. 
well, and then you gotta wait thirty save... days. It had to have you know thirty days. Oh man, oh, there's there's gotta be a way to work this deal. Yeah, actually, Unless they extend it. If you if you don't have a Mustang, go to your Chevrolet dealership, and when they say we'll give you a thousand dollars, just say those words. There's gotta be a way we can work this deal so yeah. I can get the three thousand. There's got there. There's always a way. There's always a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. That's right. <laughs> Kudos for Chevrolet for getting a little crafty and saying, hey, we're better, and we'll give you $3,000 to prove it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Good job. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, Tell us if, you, uh, if you've if you been in the market for Camaro, you can actually take advantage of this offer. We'd love to hear your story about that. Yeah. We'd love to talk about it, too. So okay. GM, GM's doing okay overall, I, I got to think. I mean, uh, oh, wait, is the strike over yet? Well, the strike, I mean, they're voting on it, and I just saw headline news today that the uh, – the Bowling Green assembly plant, where they make the Corvette, yeah, voted no. The entire plant, I think it's it's like it was by fifty some percent. They voted no on the UAW contract. So I don't know what that means in the overall scope of things. I'm not well versed in the union stuff. I don't know if it's overall yeah. U- UAW voting or you know or. Do they go by plant? I don't think so because everybody has to say have the same collective bargaining agreement, correct? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's the thing is I don't I would never pretend to know how it works. Um, um, that's a bummer, but you know we'll see what we'll see what happens here. Um, you know, and then, then that that Corvette C8 is probably one of the hottest cars not produced yet. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gotta put a dampener don't you think on on when they're supposed to get that thing out <laughs> they've been working they've been off work for six weeks yeah longer yep. hopefully still just trying to take a positive spin on this hopefully they'll come together where everybody's happy and everybody feels good and everybody can get back to making cars and making money yep. everybody yeah and it also means so i can get my fuel sending unit for my corvette so i can freaking drive it because i haven't been able to is there like no other dealers in the country that have one that you could that your dealer can just like, hey, can you like FedEx it to me? You know, I, I I'm thinking about maybe driving up there tomorrow and just saying, what about aftermarket? If can I get reimbursed if I buy aftermarket? I don't even know if there is something that works. I don't know if the aftermarket makes one. Right, I'm sure, do somewhere, but yeah. Um. Any either way, I'm you know my my issue is is just a little fragment of the overall issue. So I again I hope they get back to work. Um, together so meanwhile while general motors is fighting it out with their unions tesla is just pretty much like cruising on by and well now they're the most valuable american automaker can you believe that after third quarter results tesla soared 17 percent which they're now valued at a sky high rate of 53 billion dollars that's b a billion 53 (laughs) billion Elon uh, is doing good. Is is now his stock market value is now higher than General Motors, which is valued at fifty one billion, making it the most uh, <sighs> valuable American automa- automaker. The What's Ford company, worth? I don't know. I guess you could Google it. I don't the company's wanna. stock was trading at two ninety nine sixty eight a share when the markets closed um, today. You know, Tesla, there's always been there's always been naysayers on Tesla. Oh yeah. You can't compete with the big dogs, you can't do this, it's failing, you got problems, your car decides to speed out of control and careen into a car and a pole and a bunch of other people. But 
Here, Slow the, and steady, man. This is how I describe Tesla. Tesla is a tech company that builds cars. That's, that's what a, tech, That's what Tesla that is. is. An absolutely great way to look at it. Quicken Loans says they're a tech company that happens to serve mortgages. Oh, okay. And I know that from working there because that's true. They are a tech company, yeah. and you're absolutely right on the money. And that is where the that is the mindset that you want to have if you want to survive in this world. You got to be a tech company that does something else that solves a problem with technology. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. That Model Three is very enticing, dude. That Model Three is very enticing. I would love. One of those all-wheel drive, the dual-motor Model 3s. Mm-hmm. It's a fun car. I mean, this is just push you back in the seat. And, and of course, I, I love the tech. I how's, love it, how's, the it, tech. how's it compared to my Corvette? I always want to know. How's it par- compared to your Corvette? I mean, your Corvette makes noise. This one doesn't. Um, <laughs> no, I mean the, the put-you-in-your-seat thing. Very comparative, dude. I mean, yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm holding. I'm holding my own. Then that's all I want to know. <laughs> it's this yeah. car can embarrass a lot of cars. A lot of cars. Oh yeah, I saw a blurb, like the headline. I didn't read the article, but I guess the Tesla Roadster, right? That yeah. there is gonna be in what's what's the ludicrous mode or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Is supposed to be even more powerful than originally estimated. My God, even more so. My God. The thing takes off like the top throw dragster, literally, mm-hmm. literally at you know Cedar, Cedar Point. Point yeah. That 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 zero to zero to one switch, you know, off or on, is going to be even more powerful. Dang, this is nuts, man. Is 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 Tess, Elon Musk the Henry Ford of our generation? I don't know. I don't know if I would go that far. Because He's a little more Edison Einsteiny. Yeah. Edison-y. Yeah, because Henry Ford was. You know, to develop something that wasn't, you know, it's, it's the, autom- the automobile. It's like, yeah. you know, he just, yeah, he, he took the automobile and made it different, you know, made it different power, yeah. powered differently and stuff like that. But, you know, Tesla's going to, Tesla's going to start selling cars in China. And when they start selling chi- cars in China, dude, that's going to open up another whole huge market there. They're, uh, they're. They started their first trial production this month in Shanghai. Good. Let's take some of the world back from them. Mm. <laughs> wow. So. Yeah. Well, good for Tesla. Uh, you know what? What we always say, what competition, it's good. It's a good, good thing. Very good. Very good. What's GM got going on with electric cars these days? Oh, my goodness. Stuff. But is it is it as polarizing as what... Uh, I mean, they're talking about uh, the electric GMC truck, electric Hummer, which I saw yeah. headlines about that recently. I was just going Elect- to say, did you see that article this week? Looks good. Doesn't look good. I just don't like Hummers. I don't like the stigma. Hmm. But anyway, GM, kick it in high gear. You can do it. Merge. Make everything great. Merge with Tesla. <laughs> you know, Elon's an old buddy of mine. I should give him a call. Tell him to just sell. <laughs> just sell. <laughs> just, 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 come on, man. Come on, what are you doing? You're hurting General Motors. Stop yeah. it. We're all buddies here. Come on, let's have a drink. Um, it, was a, it, wasn't, it was a while ago. I was talking about when the fourth gen Camaro came about, it was the exact halfway point between now and the mm-hmm. first Camaro that yeah. was ever made. And you shared this article with me on Yahoo, which, again, I'm kind of surprised they're still around. Um, <laughs> really? Sorry to say, man. I don't think of Yahoo these days no. too much. 
I mean, I'm not being mean. I just, I just don't. I hope. Um, driver show this 1994 Camaro Z28 Survivor. 25 <laughs> year old Camaro has been enjoyed and well preserved. This car's for sale. Got it. With less than it, ninety thousand miles, dude. If I still had my ninety-five Z28, I had sixty-two thousand miles on it. Those are pretty hard miles, though. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's think about all the things that, that poor car has been through. Now, if that now, if they want to call a car a survivor, it's yours. What was the first thing that happened to it? Was it hitting the truckload of mops that fell off the back of a truck? Like you know, mops. That did happen. Or was it you, didn't you hit a bunch of roadkill? No, that was after you got the supercharger on with the low-hanging intercooler, and you hit a bunch of roadkill that embedded itself into the intercooler. Or was it clay? Did you hit clay? No, that was like dough or something that was on the road going <laughs> Dough on the road. Didn't, didn't you hit some roadkill, too? Or was no, that somebody else? No, no, that was in my 93 Z28. Oh, okay. So you hit some roadkill that got embedded it that embedded itself somewhere. And it wasn't really roadkill. They were still alive. And then, then they were roadkill after I hit it. You know, that's going to tie in very poorly with one of the things <laughs> I wanted to talk about at the end of this show. Okay. I'm just going to say that out loud. <laughs> Let's see what else happened. Um, oh, yeah. She was coming back from Camaro Superfest. You decided to try to drive through a flood with an intercooler that hung down. I had to come and rescue you in my Oh, yeah, Jeep, I, sucked, my, I sucked the water right in. My S10. I can't believe you didn't hydrolock that engine. Nope. I came and got you. I, I, I got you, and I took you. Did I take you home that day? No, no. You uh, you came, um, and we let it dry out, and uh, we started back up, and uh, it was it was, <sighs> ran no problem. Okay. And then before all that happened, um, somebody broke into the shop that was working on your car. They drove a truck oh. through the fence. They ripped the wheels off. They ripped the stereo out. Did they? They, they, they had a Craco stereo, if I remember right. No, it was a better than that, dude. It was a Sony. <laughs> that was um. That was when oh, Mikey old... vandalized your website. Craco, yeah. That was that was bad. Vandalized. That was my, that was ninety five C twenty eight. Vandalized. And then, had, and then you had to fight your insurance company. And I think you were the first in the world to actually ever. Do something online to make a company actually. Um, I, I was gonna say bend to your will, but that's not right. To to do the do the right thing yeah. and and work with you. Yeah. Um, I still have that. I still have that banner that I made for you. Violated. Violated. Yep. 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 Oh my god. So this car went through hell. <laughs> I sold it what five years ago? I can't and then remember. it sat in your garage for I don't know what ten years. Yeah, I, I mean, I drove it once a year, and then there was a year I couldn't even start it anymore, so I didn't drive it, and then Tires I sold it. were flat. Had those Enki wheels on Enki it. Enki V1s, yeah. Yeah. Those were, the, those were the whip back then, man. I had a rebuilt 355 LT1 in there with a D1 Pro Charger. That uh, thing was the was a beast, though. That thing wasn't was an animal. I remember driving it once, and it was definitely by today's beast. standards, it, you know... Not a big deal, but right. then, then, oh yeah, didn't you have like an experimental blower or intercooler or something the like three that? Core, the three like, core intercooler, yeah, I yeah, those... that's what it was. You were the first to have that, yeah. Gosh, now, now it's like five hundred horsepower, yeah. big deal, yeah. whatever. whatever, whatever. I got that in my, you know, Hyundai, yeah. uh, Hyundai, yeah. But I died, but I digest, um. <laughs> Yeah, Yahoo News, you can buy a 1994 Camaro Z28 with 90,000 miles, um, and it's uh, at Rally Classic Car Auction. So uh, what 
Started us, Chris, is now considered a classic car. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's see what go to this, this list. Rally classic. Sometimes I think about buying my first Camaro back from Brent Franker. Really? Sometimes I think about it. Oh, my God. If you go to this list, if you click on their thing and go to the Rally Classic. Yeah. The third car is a 1987 AMC Eagle. Ooh. That looks like God. it's in mint condition. <laughs> Wait, what, which link did you get to get to that? Did I you clicked, hit auction or gallery? I clicked on classic and collectible vehicles that will be crossing the auction block. Oh, hold on a second here. Classic. I hit the wrong link. There we go. Okay, let's see what this is. Wow, 1968 Ambassador SST, 1959 AMC Metropolitan. Those things, I, there's a Pro Street one that used to run around uh, Woodward. Look at that with the wood AMC Eagle with the wood grain trim, wood, wood grain wood paneling. Forty five thousand miles. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want to drive it either. <laughs> oh, there's some. They got some good, good freaking cars, man. There's oh. some good, cool stuff. Whoa, go scroll down. Nineteen. 88 Chevrolet S10 Blazer Dale Earnhardt Edition. It says mileage zero. Wow. Family oh, it's a Dale Earnhardt. It can't it can't S10 be right. Blazer? What's that? Yeah, I'm looking at it. The S10 Blazer. Let me click on it and see. Oh god, it's got Dale Earnhardt. I want to see the odometer where it says zero on it. Do they got pictures of the interior? Oh, I'm going through it. Oh, see. they got pictures of the interior, all right. No, it's got 18,754. Yeah, 18, Still, for a 19, 1988 Blazer. God, I love that body style, too. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, that is very nice. That red's a little gaudy, but... <laughs> Welcome to the 80s, dude. Ooh, a 1994 Chevrolet Caprice. Dude, we could, we could make this episode last for four hours I just know. going through cars and being nostalgic. Anyway, the point is, Chris, is that you brought up our, our people considering this now a collectible is it is the is the early fourth gen Camaro or actually the fourth gen Camaros and Firebirds in good like near collectible condition a collectible wow that's crazy it's, it's weird man it is you know what else is you know what ties in with this great is when you go up steps now and your knees make little cracky sounds <laughs> <laughs> oh man you know it uh, you know what? Since we're talking about this, I've been wanting to talk about it for a while. We'll talk about. It. We don't have any voicemails or emails, right? Nope. All right, Chris, hit them with how they can do that because we miss you guys. Yeah. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. It, it does work. The, yeah. the phone number works. <laughs> we are, you know, we are recording earlier in the week, so maybe, yeah, just didn't catch catch people's. Yeah. That's all right. It's fine. Uh, this came in from Haggerty. I talk about Haggerty a lot. They don't sponsor this uh, show, but you know what? When I go to SEMA, I'm going to talk to them about it because I talk about their stuff anyway. So why would they pay money to spot? Anyway, um, this came across, and since we're talking about nostalgia and being young and how times have passed and all that, first thing I miss: Saturday morning cartoons. Miss them. Hong Kong Fooey. Oh, was, yeah. That was that or, was my jam right there. I'd get up early. Hong Kong Fooey. Saturday morning. Super Hong Friends. Hong Kong Fooey. Number one super guy. Or something like that. It was, yep. you know, didn't didn't the guy that voiced that character get completely axed at the Overlook Hotel by, uh, <laughs> by, uh, Jack, uh, really? Jack Torrance? What, what, was, was that the dude? That was the dude. That was, um, wow. uh, Scatman Crothers that did the voice of Hong yeah. Kong Fooey. Yeah. 
did not know that. I mean, what you say? What do you think, Doc? You know, think yeah. about Hong uh-huh. Kong Fui. Yeah. So anyway, this this article came from Haggerty. Seven car themed cartoons that shaped young enthusiasts before cable TV. Now let's let's go down memory lane for us you us older folks. Anybody who was born when there was an iPhone, you can just you can just press you can exit on your whatever. <laughs> not you can just you know whatever. Um, the first one, Speed Racer. Now listen, everybody's got to know Speed Racer yeah, at one point or of another. Of course. Have you ever watched a Speed Racer episode, Chris? Mm-hmm. I never have, but I'm really? very familiar with it. Nope, just never did. Uh, I don't know why. Um, the next one, Tom Slick. 1967. That doesn't look familiar to me. Well, it's because it was before both of our time, so it's definitely before most of our audience. Oblivious <laughs> but altruistic race car driver whose name plays on the name for racing tires, Tom Slick, travels the world racing his car, the Thunderbolt Grease Slapper. <laughs> what? And fighting the evil Baron Automatic. Get it? Automatic? Never heard of it. 1968, The Wacky Racers. I watched this with my sisters, but, you know, there were reruns, obviously. This does look familiar. Yeah. Um, decided not towards the movie The Great Race, not to mention Tom Slick. 13 racers travel America, participating in races of their wild race cars, and they were all, like, you know, crazy. Motor Mouse and Auto Cat, mm. 1969. Motorbike loving Motor Mouse and is the unwelcome resident of the Spin Your Wheels garage, where the race car loving Auto tries and fails to win speed competitions against his rodent rival. His rodent rival. <laughs> oh, boy. 1969. Hot Wheels. Yeah, there's a cartoon based on the, on the, on the collectible. Show revolves around the adventures of Jack Rabbit Wheeler and his rear engine wedge-shaped sports buggy called the Jack Rabbit Special. Not to be confused with Jack Rabbit Slims. Wheeler and his friend's outfit was called, surprise, Hot Wheels. If any of our listeners don't know the next one, you're not allowed to listen to our show anymore. Speed Buggy. Speed Buggy. Speed Buggy from 1973. Didn't they do one that was like, I remember watching, I think it was Saturday morning, where it was like, it was live. It was a live action one. It wasn't a cartoon. Where they had this, they were driving this bug. It wasn't a bug, but it was a buggy. Yeah, it was, it was a buggy. And it, it was an old, dilapidated buggy, and then something would happen. It would convert into this bright, shiny red thing, and it would... Yeah, I forgot about that. But it looked, it was kind of like a speed, dune buggy, speed yeah. buggy type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I forgot about that. Someone's got to know that. Tell yeah. us. Call but, in, but, email us, it, let us know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, in this in this article, there's videos to the intros of all these. So if, you, if you're familiar with these, they're going to bring back a lot of memories, especially speed buggy, you know, that... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, rubber <laughs> zoom, zoom, you know, yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, my sister introduced me to this one, Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch. Wow, do you remember that one? I do uh, not. Yeah, that's barbaric? the last one. M- much looking like a bad VW knockoff named Wheelie, the anthropomorphized car. Wonder where that idea came from. And his car girlfriend Rotary, Rotary, oh Rotary guy, <laughs> yeah, Rotary. Oh, maybe I Roan, do remember it. Are pursued by the Chopper Bunch. Who includes the choppers, motorcycles, chopper, revs, scrambles, and high rise? I told you, I told you. Call, you know, clog your carburetor, you know. Come on, engines. If you watch the, if you watch the intros, it's like it'll come flooding back to you. Yeah. So whatever what happened do? to Saturday morning cartoons? Whatever happened to car cartoons? And since I'm talking about it, we got a minute or so left. Whatever happened to model car building? I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time. 
I was in Hobby Lobby. I saw a model car Camaro. Mm-hmm. ZL1. $27 for a model kit. Yeah. That's not glue. That's not paint. That's just a kit. Wow. I remember when I was a kid, growing up in the 70s and 80s, model car kit was three or four bucks. How can you get somebody into cars if they don't start with with, with the model cars? You know, putting them together, making, building it from instructions and following that and learning. That's how I learned. Yeah. $28 for a freaking model? Come on. I remember I started the ones where you just snapped them together. Yeah, well, you, when you're a little kid, you start that. Yeah. But even, even if the snap-together ones, snap tight or snap-together, monogram, Ravel. Yeah. yeah. Today's day, how can you give it to a kid when it costs $25? Just say, let's just say $25, nice round number. You know, they can, they can, they can, you know, play 10, I don't know, Facebook games with that money. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) It just, it just seems like maybe it's supply and demand. There's not enough demand. So the price goes up because you can't make it, make, they can't make them anymore. That's a good possibility. I don't know. I bet you I probably put together a hundred model cars when I was a kid. Yeah. And I'd fail, and I'd buy another one, and put it together, and I'd yeah. get it right, and put it on display, and then get bored with it, and blow it up with firecrackers. I still have it a just, model car that I built in the 80s, and I have it sitting on top of my cube at work. What, what is it? It's a 1987 Buick GNX. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I built a, a Cyclone. Oh, ah, cool. It had 120th scales. And I built a cyclone. I actually found pictures. I went to a library. This is before the internet. <laughs> went to a library mm-hmm. and did research on back issues to get a picture of the engine bay so I could figure out how to put the wires because I made, I got some thin model hobby wires to do spark plug wires. And I got thin felt to, to carpet the interior. And, uh, you know, to dream that one day I'd have a GMC cyclone. Yeah. That's, still, that's neat. I'm still looking for one. And I still oh. might get one. Really? I'm, 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 my YouTube channel needs another project. Typhoon. I mean, after all, my YouTube channel is called Jason's Garage. Typhoon. I did see a typhoon about a year and a half Ooh. ago. It looked like weeds were growing around it. And so it was sitting in front of somebody's front yard just a few miles from my house. You should go up and offer them 100 bucks for it. <laughs> get the hell off my property. <laughs> you know. But, you know, it, it started with model cars. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It shouldn't cost a lot of money, and it didn't then, and I don't yeah. see why it should now. Um, last thing, it's not even car-related, but I want to use this platform, and it's rare that I'll do this. The House has passed a bill that makes animal cruelty a federal felony, and I think it's about damn time. Yeah, It's called the PACT Act. Act PACT, P-A-C-T, Act. Look it up. Please support this. I just read about that this week. Yep. yep. I think it's about time. Cool. Me, me being a person who has rescued animals from abusive situations, I think this needs to happen. And it also includes roadkill with Camaros and all that, Chris. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it was dark. I couldn't see. Yeah, well, I heard, I heard you swerved purpose. to hit him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I swerved all right because it was a whole family of possums. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, oh. my God. Yeah, I think I hit four of them. Oh, that's all you're telling <laughs> me here. Here's the thing, though. You know, you know, possums are great to have around. Yeah, they get, they get rid of all the bad stuff. Yeah, and they're impervious to rabies and everything. I love it when I see a possum in my backyard. So, yeah. So I think this is a good thing. I think I think there's you know you can judge a society by how they treat their animals, and that's a fact. So this is a good thing. This is this is a good change for society, and and I, I just think it's great. 
cool. I love I love I love working on my car and let my dogs out and hang out and call them shop dogs and hang out with me. <laughs> shop so. dogs. So you know what? Have your pet spayed or neutered. Go adopt a dog and all that junk. <laughs> I know we're out of time. Thank you for hearing me out on that. I know it's very unorthodox for me, but it's also very important to me personally. That's cool. So what are we going to do next week? We got next week um, is going to be the show before SEMA. So that's going to lead us into, hey, guys, if you're going to be in SEMA, make sure you go to the Facebook page and uh, check out our event because uh, we're going to have a little meet and greet uh, next, uh, not next Wednesday. <laughs> we'll November never get this right. 6th. We might be late to our own event. <laughs> Yeah, the 6th. So two weeks from, well, the day we record this. So Wednesday yeah. night, November 6th. Yeah, at the, uh, what is it? GM. Uh, it's at MGM Quarter, Grand. And it's Quarter at, Muncher. Uh, the arcade joint that's there. Level uh, Up. It's called Level Up. Yes, thank you. Bar, it's like a barcade type deal. Yep. Hope everybody comes out there. Yep, we'd love to see you, love to hang out with you, love to talk about cars and anything else. Yeah. So let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. We hope you do this well. We'd love to see you uh, at SEMA, but we'll also talk to you next week. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening (laughs) to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.